When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, share it with a friend or give us a great review. Yes, and also if you have an idea for a show, please share it with us. We really love to know what our community um, thinks about the episodes that we're creating as well. Yeah, what our listeners are enjoying listening to. Yeah, that really helps us create better content for you. Yeah, absolutely. As always, thank you for listening to the Ask Ask Yourself Why Not podcast. Good morning. What's up, Why Notters? This is Jayla. And this is Shay. Welcome to the Ask Yourself Why, why Not podcast. The, the place you come and you stop asking yourself why. And you start asking yourself why not. Yes. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. It is an early morning. It is. We're still um, awakening our brains, but we're ready to go. We're excited for our guests. We are very excited. And here is our guest's favorite quote or mantra. It is, I have everything I need. I am everything I need. Absolutely. It is Miss Leah Pardee. And a little background about her. She is a manifestation teacher, a breathwork guide, a business coach, and host of the Bare Naked Soul podcast, which me and Shay both have been listening to. Yep. Um, Her mission is to teach you to play in the present moment, to release overthinking so you can tap into your intuition and joy within. Miss Leah, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Hi, thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're so excited. And are you a morning person or is this? I am a morning person. Oh yeah. All my energy is like used up by like noon or one in the morning. I'm (laughs) like, go, go, go. I feel that. Yeah. I always tell people once 5 PM hits, it's like my my brain function just starts going down, you know, starts declining. Yeah. It's not a shark. Let's talk about how we know each other. First of all, well, first of all, I was introduced to you via another podcast. My friend, Sarah, um, there it's called unqualified therapist. You were on their podcast. So we, we both listened to that and then really like synchronicity wise, we just went to the uh, beauty boost retreat and you happened to be there leading a breathwork session. So I was like, get out. I know who she is. Mm-hmm. So we got to take one of your breathwork sessions there. And then we just did one before, um, coming on. Yeah. Be- yeah. Before coming on to kind of like center ourselves for this podcast. So is that kind of, if you wouldn't mind just walking us through some of your background and talking a little bit about how you got into breathwork and started this business. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, it's been almost four years now since I was in like the early stages of starting the business. I had really just discovered the law of attraction and changed my life pretty much overnight. So I was, I was working in sales. I was a sales manager. I was getting my MBA, you know, on the side, um, and was really in the kind of mindset that like, this is life. I have 
anxiety mm-hmm. that's causing me like physical pain in my chest every day but that must be normal right like I felt like this is life like you go to work and you have stress and you I had a really high pressure job and um so I was I was I was kind of happy like I thought I was happy but I thought this is just the way that it is like mm-hmm. there's this peak like amount of happiness you can have and the amount of feeling good in your body you can have and I just thought of my issues as kind of normal and so when I discovered the law of attraction I read the book the secret and I was like huh so I could start to change my thoughts and that might start to change my reality like how crazy is that and it started working for me you know really quickly I started noticing if I shifted my perspective on things I wouldn't have to get as worked up about them and things like that. And so then I dove headfirst into all the books, all the podcasts I could get my hands and my ears on. And I was so inspired that I wanted to start a blog. And I had been, I had been into mindset. Like I had been reading books on like success, climbing the corporate ladder, that sort of thing. And I had noticed a theme with working in sales and with coaching salespeople that like confidence was so, so, so important. So my original business was called Candid Confidence. I had a blog. And um, shortly after that, I became, I enrolled in school to become a life coach. So I started that whole journey, started my podcast that year. And I really, one of the first things I really, really committed to was meditation. So I would do three minutes in the morning and three minutes at night before bed. And that was like a great introduction because it wasn't very long and I could commit to that. Mm-hmm. And I started journaling. Yeah. And I started doing journaling around that time too. And those things really, really started to shift my perspective, um, helped me get rid of a lot of anxiety and just feel more at peace in my body and in my life. And so I was just implementing all these things, working on myself, starting to do the inner work, the shadow work, all that kind of stuff. Um, Going to life coaching school, starting to coach people. And then pretty close to around the same time, I discovered breath work. And I was someone who was going to workshops of people's breath work online and, you know, attending classes and really diving into it and really loving it. And then um, it was another year or two before I became certified in breath work to teach myself. But the main reason I did that was because I, it just seemed like the tool that everyone should know before they even know about meditation, because it really helps. It's easier than meditation. And so many people don't believe they can meditate because you're supposed to just sit still and not think and that seems crazy to our society so breath work is much easier because you're doing something you're like moving your breath you're focusing on a breathing pattern so I became a breathwork facilitator um yeah started hosting retreats and my business has just kind of been evolving since the whole beginning that's amazing were you able to um quit your corporate job along the way or like when did you kind of make that transition. And were you in a sales job to where you could taper down or? Yeah, my corp, my corporate career, it seemed like there was no possibility of like tapering down or like working part-time, you know? So, um, I mean, there were some things I could do, like I could have, yeah, there's other part-time jobs I could have done, but it would have been way different than what I was doing. So I just kind of quit. Um, it was about a year and a half from when I started my very first like blog and like started building my Instagram and all of that to the time that I quit my job. So it was about a year after I started coaching. And um, yeah, I just I just knew when it was time. Like I just knew, I was like this. I mean, I was working like 60 hours a week on top of building this business every night being on calls. It was a lot. And I just knew when it was time. Um, so yeah, that was, that was about two and a half years ago. 
that way you don't have to split your energy. You can put all of your energy and your focus mm-hmm. into, you know, what you want to build. Yep. And I'm yeah. sure took off from there for sure. What do you feel like, um, is an easy breath work, uh, practice that somebody can do? And then what are some of the benefits that you find of starting with breath work versus like a meditation? Yeah. So there are a lot of, um, very simple breathwork techniques. I mean, you could, it could be as simple as just taking some slow conscious breaths a couple times a day. This is often where I'll have clients start when they come to me and they, they're struggling with depression, anxiety, just like a lot of, um, things like that. And although I'm not a therapist, I don't work with people specifically for those things. Those people typically have a therapist as well, but, um, I'm helping them stay accountable to making changes in their lives, right? Coaching. So um, yeah, I'll have them I'll have them set a timer, set an alarm on their phone three times a day to like take three deep breaths. That's mm. it. Just like start mm-hmm. to notice what's going on in your body. Start to slow yourself down a little bit because we're so fast paced and we are all taught this idea that like slowing down and resting is like lazy and yeah. we should all just be on the go, go, go. And what can I do now? And can I be more productive? How, what can I be doing right now is what we're always telling ourselves when we're relaxing, um, like guilting ourselves. So just taking time to slow down and take some slow conscious breaths and just feel the breath moving in your body and just notice what that feels like can really shift you out of an overthinking mood. Mm-hmm. And with breath work. Yeah. So it gives you something to focus on versus just meditation where you're just kind of sitting there in stillness. So it also shuts off the default mode network part of the brain when you do breath work techniques and exercises. And so that means that it's literally shutting down that part of you. That's like that constant overthinking chatterbox, which is a, similarly with um, doing like a micro dose of like psychedelics, it's, it's affects the brain in a similar way. And so it relaxes you into the state where you don't have as much of that overthinking. And then you're able to meditate a lot easier So most of my sessions, like in um, the breath portal, which is my like online membership with breathwork videos, meditation videos, most of them start with breathing, like an active meditation, um, active breathwork, and then going into meditation. And it's so much easier to like relax into that. Mm, I totally agree. It's crazy how much control we actually do have Mm -hmm. over our like nervous systems and stuff Mm -hmm. by just breathing. I remember when we went to that summit. And one of the speakers was talking about how she was like laying down and she actually put her body in like a state of exercise just by like doing like breath, like a breathing, breath, breathing mm-hmm. work, like breath work. And she had like it monitored where her heart rate was actually in um, sync as if she was working out just by laying there and doing a certain breath work, which is crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah, that is nuts. Yeah, it's when you do some of like the deeper breath work where you're like laying down and you're doing like, I teach a lot of conscious connected breath work. It, it's like trippy. Like you get into a different state of consciousness and it opens up your mind to be able to um, like rewire and make changes a lot more effectively and a lot easier mm-hmm. and just taps into those like repressed emotions, repressed trauma to release it that we just hold on to and bottle up our feelings. Like it allows us to slowly over time, like release and release those. And it's so powerful. I found it to be really helpful. So one of my friends is into numerology and you know, you know how you get your life path number. You mm-hmm. take, like, you take your birthday. So mine's like 12, 29, 1980. You add all of those up together until a single digit. Okay. So my life path number is five. So I always remember to take, she's like, your number's five, 
take five breaths, right? So that's, it kind of connects with my life path number, but I like to do it before I transition in my day. So it's like, okay, we'll transition from the podcast into getting the kids ready for school and then into work. If you can take time in those transitional moments, Mm -hmm. it resets you. You and I, th- I, mean? I think just knowing that you have, you can have control is just relaxing and it, and it's just how that is, you yeah. know, cause a lot of people, they just don't feel like they have any control. And if you just practice these things and then you become more aware, like, Hey, I can control more than I think I can, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. yeah. I love that transitions idea. Yeah. yeah. With like doing it before the transitions. Yeah. It's 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 awesome because it does give us more of that control, but it's also like, it's training us to like, be okay with the uncontrollable at the same time, like things that happen in life that we can't control. Mm -hmm. We can control our like nervous system and our response to things and our reactivity to things. And it just becomes over time in a way that like, you don't have to be flying off the handle at things with life. Like you can just, it's okay. Like it just, Mm -hmm. it just changes everything. So is it, is it because of the nerves that are connected in our stomach or in our, in our diaphragm and our belly area, that breath work kind of cal- calms the nervous system as well? Is it that physical response as well? Yeah. Yeah. There's so much that goes into it. I mean, it, it definitely like totally relaxes the nervous system into that, um, rest and digest mode, mm-hmm. you know, cause we tend to be, I mean, like a lot of, I feel like in my previous life <laughs> when I was, um, before I had these tools, basically, I was in a chronic state of fight, like fight or flight all the time. Like that was, I was in fight or flight. I was first thing in the morning, reading emails from my boss and, you know, throughout the day, just all the things and didn't have any way of centering myself. Everything was like a crisis. So when you're in that mode, like when you operate in that mode, that's just using so much more energy and stressing you out and you just live in that state and when you can allow yourself to spend more time living in the nervous system mode of rest and digest that's like your body's self-healing mode Mm. you know you're literally healing your body when you're in that mode because we all know stress is so detrimental to our health so when we can allow ourselves to live a less stressed life it's improving your health your mental health everything yeah, both Jayla and I had uh, stress-induced health issues mm-hmm. um, that we weren't aware of for many years until we started diving into this. And you're like, well, maybe it's related to mm-hmm. my high level of stress. Like I've been doing all this work and I don't have these symptoms anymore. Like, come uh, on, Jayla, uh-huh. wake up. <laughs> did you have things that you healed yourself from too? Like, did you have stress-induced issues or anything like that? I had a lot of like neck and shoulder pain. Um, and I, I was, I mean, I was also overeating. So it's more things like that, Mm. that I didn't realize were me repressing my emotions essentially. Um, and that's how it was manifesting my body. And I, it's funny because I was like 25 at the time and had all this physical pain in my body and now I'm 30 and everyone's like, Oh, you're 30, get ready for aches and pains. And I'm like, no, I had that Mm -hmm. and it's gone. I'm not saying I'm never going to have it again, but like a lot of that is repressed emotions that we just aren't looking at, aren't feeling, aren't healing. So yeah, it's really powerful. And I love, I love this conversation because so many people don't realize. And like, we, we all know, like we all know, yeah, stress causes heart attacks. We know that stress causes a lot of health issues, but I feel like it's the least acknowledged thing, right? Like so many more people are into health, 
health in terms of fitness and eating healthy, but totally ignore their emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll have this conversation all the time. And I'm sure you guys do too, where people will go, um, you know, I have such and such, I'm sure it's related to stress. It'll be like a GI issue, or I have got, you know, higher cholesterol now it's probably related Mm -hmm. to stress, but then just move on in life and kind of go like we normally do. We just plow through. Just say it's normal. Maybe it is because we don't feel like we can control it or there's anything you can do. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. That's an interesting topic. And just everyone has it. Yeah. And just, you know, like people normalize it. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. With breath work and different little, um, tools, you can make yourself feel better. Yeah. Just feel like you have more control to where you, you know, can step into helping yourself. Yeah. And ultimately helping others. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you, you wrote a book recently, and yeah. it was called Confessions of an Uncaged Soul. This is a, it's a memoir, correct? Yeah. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about? Yeah. That? What does it mean to live an uncaged life? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, essentially it just means breaking free from the, the fear-based life that we normally live, you know? So we normally just walk through life telling like, you know, it's basically, it's a memoir. So it's my spiritual journey of the, the all the like like lies essentially the limiting beliefs that I had and how they were playing out in my life and how I realized wait a minute is this this isn't actually true I can choose to believe something different and mm-hmm. so that to me is how you uncage yourself you you open that you like unveil your life to see like wait a second I'm telling myself all these stories you know um and that's exactly how my life is playing out and they're not actually fact. So let me shift that. Let me change my perspective and allow myself to be free from that. So a lot of it's also, a lot of the story is like overcoming perfectionism, mm-hmm. um, workaholic. I was a major workaholic, like crazy um, and uh, people pleasing. So it's like mm-hmm. looking at those patterns and how they tend to play out and allowing ourselves to become free from that thought cage, that mind control cage. Mm-hmm. And just the judgment of becoming free too is probably something that goes in part with it too. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. It's, it's we just, we tend to live our lives based on what everyone else's expectations are, what everyone else thinks. Um, and then just like the programmed stuff, like the busyness, the always needing to be the most productive and our worthiness being attached to outcomes and how much money we make and mm. how successful we appear to be and all of that. So yeah, it's really about just like letting go of all of that. Yeah. Because I think like with the corporate job and the achiever mentality, um, I think a lot of that goes with the ego brain too, where it's like, I want to tell people I have this cool corporate job and then I'm successful at it. You know what I mean? I, I can identify with that, but what happens is you start to separate and separate and separate and you achieve, but it's never enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what's next? What's next? Yep. What's I'll next? be happy next? when I'll be happy when, and then it, Mindset. And then before you know it, you're like, Oh my God, I'm freaking miserable. Like, how do I, how do I get out of this? Yeah. And, and I, what I do, right. Yeah, I carried that mentality right into my business too. You know, it was very much like so much about what, who's liking my stuff on social media and am I getting enough engagement and how many followers do I have? And um, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing, you know, and, and that was a whole other journey of like in my business, learning to let go of all the same stuff. Cause it's so easy to get wrapped up in all that, no matter what you do for a living. 
Yeah, it is. You mentioned limiting beliefs and we do, we, we do a lot of like challenging limiting beliefs kind of work as well, because sometimes we're not even aware that they're limiting beliefs, right? Yeah. Is there something that you kind of do regularly that, um, helps with limiting beliefs in your opinion? I mean, I think it all starts with being in that centered and grounded place, you know? So, so having a morning routine for me is huge doing breath work in the morning, um, followed by meditation and just getting centered because then you can start to notice your thoughts more. And when you can be the observer of your thoughts, it's Mm -hmm. much easier to recognize, wait a minute, that thought, that thought didn't feel good. I started off feeling good in the morning. So when I don't feel good, I notice what am I thinking about? What's going on in my mind? Like what's causing this? So that's, that's like really where it all starts. And then journaling for me is so, so powerful. Um, I, that's where most of like my deeper work happens is in the journal. It's like, okay, here's the thing I'm worried about right now. Is this actually true? Like, mm-hmm. is this a fact? right? Or is this like an ego thing? Like, do I really need this thing to happen right now? Or will I be okay if I have to wait a little, you know? So looking at all of that in the journal um, is so powerful for me. What about you guys? Yeah. Similar. Yeah. It's all very similar stuff. And I feel too, I have to remind myself like on the days when you feel really good, you're like, I did it. I cured myself. And then you'll have like that low week. It's not a destination. It's something you've got to do over and over and over again. You have to consistently work on yourself for sure. Yeah. And any of the statements that I find myself saying like, oh, I can't do that because of this. We kind of have the, the reason why we started our podcast, the name behind it is why not, you know, why not, why not, why, you know, uh, thinking you can't do something. Well, why not? Yeah what, what gives you like, so it's the whole, our whole podcast is around challenging that mindset of just the status quo of going through your life and saying, Oh, well, you know, I can't do anything because I live in, you know, a smaller town. We don't have those kinds of resources. Well, why not, you know, see if you can think about it a little differently. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, and I, so we've been listening to your podcast and we're both into manifesting. And I think our, our listeners are as well. Um, but you've been talking a lot lately around manifesting money. Money, and I, yeah. I think money is a very like sore topic for people. Yeah, you know? money doesn't grow on trees, and it's like very scarcity, right? And know? the way people are portrayed with money in like the television movies shows, and movies we watch, it's usually they're evil or whatever. So people have this weird relationship with money, and it seems like you've been doing some work with it. So if you wouldn't mind talking about that, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's so crazy how our society looks at it. There's so much lack and there's so much lack even from people that, you know, it's like, obviously people that are really, really struggling with money are going to feel that lack, but we also see a lot of people who really aren't struggling, you know, who, who go on vacations and who um, are shopping a lot and, you know, going out to eat a lot, but there's still so much lack mindset because like, like we mentioned earlier, it's never enough. You know, and then also I see with the wealthiest people that I know, there's often this, um, I can't be too flashy. I have to be really careful what I, oh, this was on sale. Like I have to be make, because it's all about making other people comfortable. Like that's such a big part of it. Right. And if we have this idea that rich people are evil and it's greedy, it's wrong to make money, like whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it messes with us. So it's like, we're constantly most of us are constantly in the state of truly repelling money. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if if we're if we're on one hand complaining that we don't have enough money all the time and like wishing there was more, but also on the other hand resenting wealthy people, not being excited for other people when they make money or have a good opportunity, right? Feeling jealous, um, talking crap on rich people, whatever. It's like that's not that's not how you manifest more money into your life. You know, that's not how you that's not how you keep your yourself open to opportunities because you're literally shutting yourself off because you either don't believe you can have it or you truly don't want it you Mm. know so there's so many money wounds and there's so much to look at and a lot of that work is like journaling work too you know the deeper stuff I feel like for me um the absolute biggest like tip I can give is not entertaining thoughts about life that you don't want so with money really, really noticing your thoughts. It goes back to having that grounded nature. It comes back to observing your thoughts. What are you telling yourself about money? Are you telling yourself that it's so hard? Are you telling yourself that there's no way you can make more money? Like, Mm -hmm. first of all, how is that ever possibly true that you can't possibly go and make more money? You know, in the, in the world that we live in, at least, you know, here in the U S and in most of the Western world, there's so many opportunities even in the the state of the economy, you know, we've, this is an entirely like a candidate driven market right now. There's never a better time to apply for a better paying job. I mean, like, it's crazy. Um, but there's still so, so much of this idea of, it just won't work for me. I can't do anything about it. It's, it's all luck based. Mm. Right. So yeah. really, it's it's all about shifting your perspective. It's all about telling yourself a new story. And when you tell yourself a new story, that money gets to be easy, that money gets to come to you in different ways, that um, that you are made for money, whatever the like affirmations you want to drill into your brain mm-hmm. and rewire it with, you're literally changing everything because your brain's reticular activating system is what um I know you guys like know all about this it's like information coming in Mm -hmm. and when we're and it goes off our beliefs like this is our bias like this is why people just ignore facts about a politician that they don't you know if you if you already decided you hate this politician it doesn't matter what they're what they do your brain will automatically look away from Mm -hmm. things that go against what you believe and look for confirming your beliefs so when you tell yourself a new money story and you believe it gets to be easier and there are opportunities for you and this is all possible. You're literally training your brain to be on the lookout for you for opportunities. Mm, and yeah. I just wish more people like realize that. And people even do like, there's a lot of people who know about this, but really aren't doing the work. There's a difference between knowing about manifestation and being manifestation, being someone who manifests actively because it takes that grounded work. It takes, you know, getting yourself centered, meditation, breath work, journaling, whatever it is to that you center yourself with, doing the inner work, staying on top of your mindset, right? It's 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 yeah. work, but um, it's totally possible. Yeah. As you do that work, it's almost like- You notice. Yeah. And you get almost like a high, you know what I mean? Yeah. To where you want to do it more. I manifested this. Like, oh my gosh. 
So with, with the money manifesting too, like, I think a limiting belief that a lot of us have is I'll never replace the income of the job I have now. I make so much change. Yeah. Just change in general. Yeah. It's like, I make so much money. If this is taken away from me, how am I going to survive? Yeah. I know. Especially in sales. Oh my gosh. Yeah. In sales, you're not salary in sales. You're constantly in a state of alarm, right? It's like, they're going to either lay me off or the market's going to change and I'm never going right? to sell a house again. See, I'm like, you know, I am constantly, I'm way better, but I used to be in like a constant, like, um, oh, up, up and down, up and down, yeah. you know, and you can do that with a sales job so bad. Like that is just your total normal day. It's yeah. just up and down, up and down. Like well, we tell ourselves that things are more risky than what we're currently doing. I think that's another limiting belief we have around like money as well. Um, and I know for both of us, we grew up in situations where our moms, um, we wished our moms could have supported themselves, you know, yeah. more, and they would have had more control in the relationships. They it were was in. just the, the, to- the time yeah. that we grew up in, that was the norm, you know? So I feel like a lot of our issues with that stems from the childhood and what we were exposed to as in the mom was not able to support themselves if something happened in the household. That was the story anyway. The story that we told ourselves. And it wasn't like negative. It was just like what was common, what what your exterior made you believe, you know? Yeah. So it keeps you kind of in that mindset of always, it's there's either going to take it away from me and I'm not going to be able to support myself. My husband's going to, you know, my relationship is going to go bad. And then I'm going to be in this marriage. I don't want to (laughs) be. The market's going to crash. Yeah, but it is crazy. So when you talk money manifesting, I think people think manifesting like they're, they're not quite sure. Witchcraft. Like, are you just magically um, bringing millions of dollars to you? Or like, what's the, what's the deal with money manifesting with that? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I'm, I'm in sales too, right? Like I was in sales in corporate and now I'm in sales again with my business. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's no guaranteed income. It's fluctuations. It's, it's a lot to keep yourself from getting too caught up in those ups and downs and too worried. Right. So and it's really identity, important. right. With those attached with those. Absolutely. And then it's like, if you don't worry about it, you're like, why am I not worrying about this? <laughs> I have three kids. Why am I not worrying about it? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to manifesting money, I mean, I, I refer to manifestation one, like hand in hand with law of attraction. And it's how most people think. Yes. About it, right. And so law of attraction is like attracts like, and everything we're, it's basically quantum physics. Like we live in a vibrational right. universe. Everything is made of vibrating atoms and molecules um, appearing in different ways to our eye and money is energy too. And so we attract money in based on our vibrational state. So your vibrational state is your emotional state, energy and motion in your body, um, emotion. So when you're in an emotional state of worrying and lack and fear, and, and essentially not, not trusting, not believing that it gets to work, you're, you're attracting more and more of that. Yeah. Whereas when you're sinking into trust and abundance and being grateful for what you have now, I mean, that is so huge with money manifesting is looking at all of the abundance you actually have in your life, whether that's just enough food on the table and a roof over your head or all the clothes you have or what all, whatever you have um, and whatever money has done for you, like the times when it did all work out, right? Yeah, we have yeah. so many examples of 
it did actually work out, right? We were so worried. Exactly. So when you sink into that trust and that abundance and that gratitude, you attract more and more of that. Mm -hmm. And, And just like also with the reticular activating system, it's like, you're training yourself to be on the lookout for opportunities. You see more so opportunities. There, yeah, yeah, there's the action part too. There's the manifesting and getting your energy right. And then there's the inspired action. And when you believe in yourself and you believe that it's possible, you're going to mm-hmm. be a lot more likely to make the moves, right? That actually get you where you want to be. So it's kind of like both of those things. Yeah, I so Jayla and I have that secret app Mm-hmm. And every day it just pops up and there's like little messages from the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And one of them recently was if, if you think a million dollars is a lot of money, it's a lot of money. Then like it, you can think of a million dollars as, as much money as a dollar, or you can think of it as this unachievable amount of money. But when you start to align yourself with the energy of a million dollars is not that much, it's really not though, you know, it's really not right. Like it's not that much. Like you know, I can be on the energetic field with that. I think, I think if I, hopefully this is making sense, you kind of get yourself in a different mentality where you're like, it's not this impossible situation. It's something I can absolutely attract to myself as easily as I could attract a dollar. Is yeah. that, is that what you kind of think as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When we tell ourselves things are impossible, we're not going to make any move. If we tell ourselves, well, I, I could, I need, I really, really for my health need to lose 50 pounds, but that's not going to happen. That's really not going to happen for me. It can't happen for me. Well, you're not going to get your ass in the gym. Like, you know, right. Cause you, you get so overwhelmed with it. Yeah. You have to believe so that you can do it. What do you think of this? Cause I've taken some money manifesting courses and it's helped with like my mindset around money because I've, I've not had issues, but just have a little bit of worry about it leaving or whatever. Well, yeah, not just supporting hold myself. on to it to be able to have that structure. And I think a lot of it, cause you know, we do have other people that depend on us. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So money's energy. And you, so a lot of the manifesting stuff that I've taken money's energy, it's this, it's this cycle, right? Mm-hmm. You got to give, you got to feel good, receive it right. Well, and spend it. So some of the money manifesting stuff I have taken has been like, make a purchase that you wouldn't allow yourself to purchase typically that you can afford, um, so that you can kind of get in that vibrational alignment with it. An example would be like a designer bag or something like and that. And I did it. Yes. <sighs> yeah. And it's just supposed to help you get in this, like, yeah. And you're and energetic. You, you're supposed to think, match. um, I'm the type of person that yeah. carries a designer bag, right? I'm the type of person, you know, so that kind of mindset thing, but I swear it does, it does help. And it, it makes you feel like a sense of like, I, I don't know. It's hard to describe how, how you feel when you carry that bag yeah. makes you feel like you're a rich person. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Is that making sense to you? Absolutely. I think it's whatever makes you feel abundant. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the word. That's what I'm... And the people do get tripped up with this, right? Yeah. Because it, it really has to be something. It doesn't have to be like, you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to, your nervous system goes into fight or flight because of that. Person, right. right? Like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. something that isn't absolutely crazy, but, um, but yeah, when you, when you allow yourself, it's like, when we make money, it's like you were saying with the million dollars, when we make money, this like, it's like when we cling to it and we put it all the way in savings and we aren't allowed to touch our savings and we pinch every penny, even though we technically have more money, 
Mm -hmm. that's, that is a vibrational match for continuing that lack. Yeah. Yeah. So it's whatever makes you feel abundant. Now it could be Starbucks. It could be investing in a course, you know, putting, that's a big one. Leah. Yeah. I think, I I think for our, we're course takers, you're a course taker. They can be, you know, pricey or whatever. And you're like, am I, what am I doing? Like, But there's no better investment than investing in your own consciousness, your mind, your body, like getting that stuff right. Um, But it is a shift. Yeah, I know. I I say it and I believe it, um, but I didn't always. I always think I can always make more money. Yeah. I can always, you know, whether it be what I'm doing yesterday, today, I can always change tomorrow and make more money. Yeah. And I recommend drinking, you know, a few glasses of wine and then yeah. making a purchase of it. <laughs> and then telling a friend about it. And then they, and then they order one and then waking up the next morning and go, Oh, shit, what did I do? But then yeah. embracing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, we, we have to not think of money as this thing to cling to. It's like, mm-hmm. if there's all cling and there's no back and forth. It's like, if you're thinking of it like energy, it's going to be stagnant. There's no flow. Yeah. There's no, you know, it's meant yeah. to be reciprocated. And if you trusted it, just like if you trust your partner, you're okay with them going out for a night without you. If you trust money, you're okay with it going out and you trust it's yeah. going to come back. Just like in sales, you guys have noticed there's always another sale. As much there as we is. think it's there never going to happen again. It's oh, never going to get an appointment. Yeah. 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 So Judy that came on, I don't know if you listened to that episode with her, but she's amazing. It's Judy Wilkinsmith. She's like a world-renowned speaker on systemic limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. She goes on money walks. Okay. And so she'll go out in nature and she'll just talk to her money and she'll be like, yep. hi money. I love you. Thank you so much for taking care of me, money. I love how you flow to me freely. You know, I love how easy it is for me to have money so that I can give it to such and such to make them feel better today. I'm going to do that. Today. Yeah. It's like this whole money walk. It sounds cuckoo. Like if I told my husband about that, he'd probably be like, what are you doing? <laughs> But when I did that just now, it made me feel different in my body. Yeah. And that's all that matters. It's like whatever can get you in that feel good, you know, feeling. Yeah. Cause that's all we're, that's all we're always chasing. Right. With everything. Right. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to do that today too. But same, if I told my husband, he'd be like, (laughs) he just thinks like he's, he's coming on four years coming around to manifesting, but it's like. Yeah. And what are we, what are we going to do? Because the people that I know and people I listen to, like you got, it's like the women are the ones doing this stuff and the men uh-huh. aren't. What right. is going to happen? Like we're going to take over the planet. I yeah. know. <laughs> no. It is going to be interesting, but I have noticed like they benefit from it. We always talk they about do. it. Yeah. My husband is an avid listener to our podcast. Shout and- out to Brent. Yeah. He yeah. has started reading books and mm-hmm. He buys us things for the podcast randomly and things that we wouldn't think of, but it wasn't always like that. But I think it's like you do this work too. And without even knowing you influence others Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're starting to feel better and Mm -hmm. then they are influence others. And it's just like a ripple, you know? Yes. And that kind of drives me a little yes. bit. And like, I don't really care. I used to be like, oh, I'm not going to talk about, you know, the moon phase on it. Like people are going to think I'm woo woo. Like who cares? Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. I know you're big into community too, Leah. And Leah is based out of Pittsburgh, right? 
That's yeah. the area that she's mm-hmm. based out of. Um, so kind of local as well. And that's kind of our mission th- for our podcast was through like self-help interviews and community to like help everybody feel good, right? In their own skin. So to wrap this up, what we always do like a why not of the day. What would you say your why not of the day would be today if you were talking to somebody? Oh, I can go. Why first. not try breath work? Why yeah. not try it? Why not? So if people want to try it from your website, they would go to leaparty.com and then you have a breath work portal on there. Yes. Yep. They can check it out. There's a seven day free trial too. If you just want to try one or two, you can hop in there. Yeah. Breath work is a great foray into that um, mindfulness uh, lifestyle. Yeah. And you can do it anywhere. Do it in your car. Anywhere. It's nothing where you have to have some like special location Mm -hmm. or extravagant anything, you know, you just have to be present with yourself. Yeah. And not judge yourself. You know, you're going to get better at everything. Absolutely. What's your why not of the day, Jayla? Um, mine is why not go on a money walk? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Cause I'm going to go on one today. Same. Yeah. That would be mine too. It's going to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. A get outside and soak up the sun and talk to your money. Let's talk. How you doing? Yeah. What's up money? What do you want me to purchase today? (laughs) Oh my goodness. So if people also want to get your book, we can put the link on our website as well um, for it, or they can purchase it through Amazon. Is there an auto, there is an audible version as well, correct? Mm -hmm. Awesome. So I'm excited to read that and maybe you can come back on the next time um, for that. And then Jayla and I, before we wrap things up, we are going to be launching a course, Leah. So we might be reaching out to you or start, we have already built the outline of it. Um, Yeah blueprint. Yeah. It's going to be around confidence, helping women in particular Mm -hmm. get better confidence and feel better in their own skin. So if you've ever felt the lack of confidence, imposter syndrome, just, you weren't good enough or, you know, you were uncomfortable just being you. Yeah. And all of these not experiencing enough joy Joy. in your life. If that speaks to you at all, then this course will be built for you. Yeah. And you know what, um, me and Shay constantly get, you know, I wish I was as confident as you are. And like, guys, it's not something you're just born with. You really have to like work on it. Yeah. You know, it's a, the good news is it is a skill you can develop. Yeah. Do you feel that way too, Leah? Do people say, I wish I was as confident as you. And you're like, all the time. And it's, it's so true that you aren't born with it. Like, you know, yes, you're born with some personality traits, but like I used to be my biggest fear a couple of years ago was public speaking. Like mm-hmm. when, like when I was in college, like I was, I would fail. Um, I would take fails on assignments. Cause I refused to public. I was petrified. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can change things about your life. You can absolutely yeah. change your confidence and how you feel about yourself. Yeah. You know, you can change that. Yeah. That is the essential. That's what kind of got us on this journey was building more confidence. So if that speaks to you at all, stay tuned because we are going to help you get the tools that you can implement easily and the awareness in your daily life to help. And you we're going to feel be good with you every step of the way. It's yep. a five week course and we're very, very excited. Yeah. So stay tuned for that one. Well, anyways, this is the Ask Ask Yourself Why Not podcast. podcast. Thank you, Leah, for joining us today. And we will talk to you guys soon. Yes.
Real quick, we have something fun for you. We created a free Feel Good 5 checklist. These are our five go-to Why Not Turtle Steps we implement on the regular to feel good every day. A turtle step to us is something you can easily do on your worst day that will move you towards the life of your dreams. We developed this podcast to feel good through self-help and community. And if you're ready to start feeling better, here's what you need to do. Go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com, click start here for a free instant download. These are the best feel-good tips we've found, and you're going to get so much value from them. Again, go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com, click start here for a free instant download. Why not start Start feeling feeling good today? today?